Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Study Break. My name is Melody, and today I am here with my friend, Patricia. Hey, I'm Patricia, and I'm a junior. So Patricia and I, we, we have a long history. Honestly, not that long, I think. <laughs> yeah, not that long. Yeah, not that long. But We've known each other for long. a solid five years, though. Oh, Can you yeah. believe it? It's been five years already. Dang, five years. <laughs> Since middle school. Yeah, so um, well, we went to middle school together and high school now, um, but yes, we had like a lot of classes together in our first year of middle school, so seventh grade, and we, we kind of bonded over being very competitive. <laughs> uh, so right off the bat, let's, let's start telling our audience what happened in our <laughs> PE class. Patricia, do you want to share the story? <laughs> um, so, like, we would have, like, activities to play or, like, sports. Like, for example, capture the flag or ultimate frisbee or football, right? And me and Melody will always somehow be on the same team because it would always be girls and girls, boys and boys. So then no one got injured seriously. But basically, me and, if me and Melody were on the same team, the other team was basically doomed. Like, they had no chance. <laughs> You're so competitive, like, we're the only ones taking it all seriously. Everyone else is just, like, walking. We're all over here having our own celebration handshake and, like, beating the crap out of the other team. And to a point where, like, no one wanted to play with us anymore. Like, you can already tell when we're going to play another game, they're just going to be like, no, do we have to play? Because you can tell that me and Melody were just, we were very competitive. And the atmosphere we created was just very uncomfortable for other people. Yeah, for real. I feel like people legit, like, had a genuine hatred for us. Like, like full-on hatred. They probably were talking behind our back and were like, dude, Melody and Patricia are so annoying. Like, they're, they're so unnecessarily competitive. And yeah. I remember specifically um, when we played Ultimate Frisbee. Oh, boy. <laughs> we, I, I feel like we, like, low-key, like, terrorized the other team. Like, because when we play ultimate frisbee, there's supposed to be a goalie, right? And then you throw the frisbee and they're supposed to try to block it. But we're literally throwing like 100 miles per hour. So there's no stopping that. And you already know they're not athletic or anything. So their chances of stopping that and getting hit are very low. And the chances of getting hit is very high. So yeah, I felt really bad for them. Yeah. And like they were there just because of like PE credit. Like, you know, yeah. elementary, middle school, you, you yeah. had to take PE to yeah. And I, remember we would, I remember we would have to like run or stuff and then we would just go all out and just like run extra and being super extra PE. Yeah, for real. It's like we would always like try to compete with ourselves in that scenario. Uh -huh. Like I remember yeah. our PE teacher, um, she had us, this was like in eighth grade, but we had like a 20 minute run situation. So we yeah. would go on the track and we would have to run as many laps as possible. And like, Patricia was the best runner in, like, she was the best girl runner in all of our grade. So she would always set, like, really high standards for herself. And then she would, like, I remember um, when we first started, like, the average was about, like, one and a half miles for, like, an extra person. So, like, they would run, like, six laps in 20 minutes, and people would, like, praise them, and they would be super proud of themselves, and then Patricia would just be, like, oh, yeah, I ran 10 laps in 20 minutes, and that's, like, that's 2.5 miles in 20 minutes, and she's, like, yeah, I'm not tired. 
<laughs> I was lying. I was like dying. <laughs> I remember when we run, like I had math right after that. So I'll be, I'll be going to math like all sweaty and stuff. And I'll have no energy to listen to my teacher teach. And I just sleep on the table. <laughs> For real. I totally forgot how like in middle school, we still had classes after PE. Like in high school, sports is the last quote class of the day, right? So yeah. like you go home and you just shower. But I, I feel so bad for middle school teachers who had to have kids that come out of PE right after. <laughs> like, they smell too. I know. And they're teenagers. That's worse. Yeah. <laughs> All the body odors mixing with the perfume and stuff. Oh, the the axe and intense bath and body works. Yeah, all combined. <laughs> That's gross. Oh my god, dude! I just oh my gosh, I I feel terrible. <laughs> I feel so bad for them. They are brave people. Middle school teachers are brave. I remember when I walk into the locker room, I would have to like I changed super fast, right? So I would hold like I changed so fast to a point that. I'll run into locker, hold my breath while I was changing, and then run out because <laughs> it smells so bad. And I got really fast at changing and, like, opening my locker combo and stuff. So I think that's a pretty good skill that I developed. <laughs> Your middle school survivor survival yeah. skill. Okay, anyways, I think that gives a pretty good context of where we stand in our friendship. Just <laughs> being... Oh, yeah. We used to... Cross- we used to tell people that we were related, right? But, like, no one would believe us because... No, that was... The- I thought... See, that was... Okay. I never knew that we did that, like, like unironically. Because I always ironically said that, you know? Like, I was I just, am- like, jokingly saying that. Not, like, yeah. actually... <laughs> yeah, me too, me too. But so I think some people actually believe me because... Uh, we didn't go to the same school, so then, or, like, some people didn't, that didn't go to my school didn't know me as well, so then they were probably, like, oh, for real, like, oh, you got a twin, and then, <laughs> don't even look alike, not even the same skin color, <laughs> not even the same height, like, okay, Melody's, like, taller by, like, a little bit, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. Like, Patricia's taller than me by, like, at least eight inches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I grew. Yeah, you're probably taller than me by, like, a foot now. <laughs> no, but, no, that sounded so weird. No, I didn't shrink. You just said you grew. <laughs> I didn't grow that much. Okay, I, at least eight inches. I, I think okay, that's yeah, pretty yeah, accurate. Probably. <laughs> okay, but, no, that sounded weird. That You made us sound like some weird, like... <laughs> we are children but that was not what happened okay that okay maybe from your perspective that Uh was what happened but for me I like I completely thought it was just a joke and that everybody knew it was a joke like I never I've never known anyone who actually thought we were being (laughs) serious because I think a lot of people know me as like an only child so it wouldn't make sense to be like Patricia is my sister when I said, like, oh, you know, wait, like, I was just joking them, oh, you know, I got a little sis, right? And then they, I think they thought we were adopted or something, because they're like, oh, I was like, because we don't look alike, right? I was like, oh, yeah, she's the adopted one, not me. <laughs> then we were like, and then I don't know if I still talk to them, because I forgot who asked me, but it was like, it was like one of my classmates, it's like people I'm not close with, but yeah, people who don't know me, so that's what I thought. 
They're kind of stupid. Interesting. <laughs> That's probably why I'm not friends with them right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, dude, the way you worded it in the beginning, it made me so scared because I was like, wait, this happened and I never knew about it? <laughs> that would be it's like, really, we, that we're be related. Cool. We told people we're related, but it's just like, yeah, she's my sister. Like, that, that's so different, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You, you like, actually scared me so much <laughs> right then. With that sentence, we, we pretended we were related. I was like, what? See, this is why I've been in Taiwan too long. Like, the stuff I'm trying to say doesn't even come out right anymore. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think that's that's um like a cultural thing. I think it's just because we we can't speak in general. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We haven't socialized in a while too. <laughs> exactly. Here, I have to socialize in Chinese, and then like I really don't say a lot because I don't know how to say it and stuff. And then every second, I real I just find myself asking like, "What does that mean?" and stuff like that. And they just don't want to talk to me anymore. Because <laughs> my Chinese is so bad. <laughs> okay, but since we're already on the topic of this, let's give some more background on your school situation right now. So, Patricia is in Taiwan right now. She goes to school in america like we literally go to the same high school but because of covid she left the country <laughs> ditched all of us yeah Rude. i said bye <laughs> i couldn't do lockdown anymore yeah and now in taiwan she doesn't have to be in quarantine and stuff yeah so she's living that life yeah so basically what happened was we went on lockdown in march right and then my mom is like those typical asian parents who are scared of like so like, well, everyone should be scared of the virus, but so like we would, we were, I was locked in my house for like two months and then I kept pushing, like I kept asking my mom, can we go back to Taiwan, right? Because some of my friends went back to Taiwan and I was like, they're going back. So why can't we go? Because we're also, I'm also a citizen. So it's not like that's an issue. Like I can't enter the country, but then the biggest problem was like, oh, where would we live? Because when you enter Taiwan from another country, you ha- re- they require you to quarantine for two weeks and they literally track you. Like once you land, you're supposed to um, give, them, there's a tr- give them your phone number so they can track where your location is. And there's people who check on you every single day. Like they text you and they make sure you're doing okay. Like you're not going insane or anything because you're really supposed to quarantine yourself for 14 days. And it's like the policy is really strict. So the issue was like, where were we going to live? Because my grandma's house, like at the time, she didn't have any space because a lot of the rooms she had was already rented out to people. But then as May, the end of May hit, my grandma also had texted us like, oh, there's someone that just moved out and then we can live here. So that theory had all of our stuff prepared, like the bed and everything. So that wasn't an issue anymore. But then my mom was still like skeptical. Like she was like, oh, the plane isn't safe, right? Like we can't, like it's really unsafe to ride the airplane right now because you never know what's gonna happen. And all the flights were full too. Like they're booked, they're packed. So if we went on a flight, it was gonna be like the whole plane was gonna be crowded and that's already really unsafe. But then literally two days before, like we decided two days before that we're gonna go back to Taiwan. Like my mom was just like, okay, pack your stuff, we're gonna go back. <laughs> like she was just like, oh, it's also cause another reason was cause um, that time my grandpa was like in the hospital, he was going in and out of the hospital. So then uh, my grandpa, grandma kept saying like, 
oh, we should prepare just in case like anything happens to him, right? So then we were kind of expecting it too, because he's been like going in and out of his, the hospital his whole life that I've known him. So then we're like, okay, this is also like a good excuse or a good chance to go see my grandpa one last time. So that was also another like factor or reason that like persuaded my mom into letting us go back. So then we just, we were like, oh, we're just going to stay in Taiwan until like August, right? Because school is going to reopen in um, like August. But then it turns out, of course, school didn't reopen. And, you know, Los Angeles County has like the most number of cases right now. Or like, as I know of in California. And so then, of course, we didn't reopen. And then so we decided, I decided to stay in Taiwan. And so I have class every, we have class every day at night. So I have class from, well, I used to have class from 11 at night to 6 in the morning. But because of daylight saving, everything got pushed back an hour. So I have class at 12 in the morning now till 7 in the morning. And it depends what day it is, but it's around the, that time period. So I'm basically nocturnal every day. And I sleep like right after school ends. I wake, and I wake up in the afternoon and I do my homework and then go play basketball if I have time and then go to school again. And that's just like my whole cycle. So I feel like I'm losing a lot of vitamin d or something because i haven't like i don't see i don't really go out um during the weekday and if i do go out it's nighttime because when i wake up that it's basically like because i wake up at three but then i kind of like lag a little bit and like use my phone and it's already nighttime <laughs> so then even if i do go out it's it's really dark so then um and on the weekends is the worst because when it's our saturday morning it's still time it's still america's um friday so i end school on a saturday morning and then i go to sleep and wake up at three or four right so then i wake up at three or four and then i probably have stuff to do like basketball practice or something but then i have to sleep i'll have to force myself to sleep at like 12 like later on so i only i was only awake for i'm only awake for like eight hours or something like that because the next day i have church or i have something to do so i can't like not sleep because church is at like 10 or like 11 in the morning so I have to like adjust my jet lag every Saturday and Wednesdays too, because Wednesdays we don't have school. So then I just think it's so, it's so annoying because then <laughs> I wouldn't be tired and my mom would be like, okay, go to sleep. Like, just go to sleep early. I'm like, I can't fall asleep. And then we have a little fight over it. And I'm like, I have school at night. What do you want, to, what do you want me to do? Like stuff like that. And she's like, just go to sleep, okay? Like, so I'm like, you think it's that easy. So yeah, that's just been my life. But then... I think in Taiwan, well, the good thing is because there's no pandemic in Taiwan. Like, people, like, you don't have to wear a mask anymore. But everyone still does it. Like, it's not required to wear a mask, but everyone still wears a mask because everyone's responsible here. But then, like, <laughs> um, but then you just see that everything's open here. Everything's back to normal. Like, you can shop. You can go to restaurants. Like, you don't have to worry about coronavirus. You can have big gatherings and ride public transportation, all of that. And like during the summer, I I went on, I went to a lot of places. I really traveled everywhere in Taiwan, and like I just been to I probably hit every like main city in Taiwan. And so I already planned my Thanksgiving trip and my winter break trip because <laughs> like you know I hit to go out and stuff. So like yeah. I'm just counting down for my breaks right now. Yeah, for yeah. real. That's yeah. crazy. I mean. It, was it hard adjusting to, like, school at night? Because, I know, like, from 12, like, midnight, 
until seven in the morning. Like, I don't know. As much as I am a night owl, I can never pull that off. <laughs> um, I think it's, I think it's also like mindset too. Cause um, when I was in like, I was still in California. Um, I would literally sleep, like when we're in quarantine, people would be sleeping at like four in the morning, right? Like I was one mm -hmm. of those people who were like pulling those, um, sleeping at those times. So then like the first week of school, I remember, like the first day of school, I remember, I was like, dang, I can't do this. Like I'm too tired. But then I would keep telling myself like, bro, you could do this when you're in California. Like, and you, like, <laughs> I, and I would like, I would wake up at like 12 in the afternoon and then sleep at like five in the morning like something like that so it was I was staying up longer than what I'm doing right now so I just kept telling myself that like oh like I could do it right like I could I could pull this off and stuff and then I realized it wasn't as hard as me for me to adjust because once the second week hit I'd like having school at night more because like I don't know just having school at night feels different like I can snack at night right it's like mm -hmm. And then I had some friends that were also in Taiwan who also go to school in uh, Los Angeles. But then they were like, they would sleep in between classes because they couldn't stay up like I could. So I just feel like this whole thing, it was like a mindset thing. Like I would just tell myself like, oh, I, I, oh, I could do this. Oh, I could stay up. Like this is, this is easy, right? Like when I wake up, when I have my first period, I'm already awake. Like I'm already fully awake. Whereas some people are just like waking up, like they just... They're, it's like seven in the morning for them. So they're trying to adjust still. Whereas I already have my full attention and full energy on the teacher. So I also think like that's why um, I liked going to school at night because I'm not like falling asleep because I find myself that I'm not falling asleep during my classes because I, I force myself to pay attention. And then I have the attention, I, I have the energy to do that because of my time schedule right now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have a push together first thing, or for oh, yeah. me, first thing in the morning. So I have it at 7 a.m. You have it, I'm assuming, at midnight? Um, I have that class at 11 p.m. right now. 11 p.m., okay, yeah. yeah. So I remember when, whenever we go in class, in Zoom class, I turn on my camera and I, I look like I just woke up because I just did. <laughs> I feel like I need to go back to sleep. My eyes are half closed the entire period. I can't focus on what the teacher is saying unless we have a conversation. Um, honestly, I think we're really blessed in the sense that our teacher, like our first period teacher, um, she does this like check-in thing and like has us like fill out, filling out Google Forms and stuff. And like my answers to them would always be very like weird and <laughs> super like vague or super specific. And like I always like force myself to be creative during that time to like kind of wake myself up, you know? <laughs> but like, <laughs> but I feel like yeah, honestly. In that scenario, I definitely see the benefit of, like, uh -huh. um, taking school at night. But if it continues all the way <laughs> from midnight till the morning, I'd, I don't uh -huh. think I can do it. Do you feel more productive having school at night? And do you feel that you actually learn better at night? Um, well, I can't really compare because 
when we had Zoom or like online learning last semester, I wasn't really focused to begin with. Like I would turn on my, I'll join the Zoom call and then just leave it, leave my phone on the side and go back to sleep. Cause like that time I wasn't really taking it seriously, right? But now like, because new school year, new semester, I started taking it more seriously, but I find myself not as, like, I think I am more productive, but like, I'm still not very good with time management because I, when I wake up to when I go to school, I have like about six, seven hours, which seems like a lot, right? But then you use like your phone a little bit, you go to eat, and then you do homework and it's already school. Like, and I, so I feel like, oh, I'm not, I haven't done anything because like I only did homework. Whereas if I did this during the day, I probably would do homework, go, go out, walk around. Like I would have get more stuff done. But then I find myself more productive in a sense that like when I get my, my work done, like I used to procrastinate like crazy. Well, I still do, but like not as much anymore because like at night when I have um, like breaks during the periods when our teachers let us out early, I use that time to like do homework so I can like, I don't have to cram it all like at last minute or something. So I just think like, I don't know if that has to do anything with having school at night, but that's just something I observed for like the past two, like from last year to this year. Yeah, I mean, I definitely see why, because after your class, right, you you have to go to sleep. And like during that time, like if you don't wake up and you wake up like a few hours before school starts, like that assignment is already due, you know, yeah. like before that class starts. So you're just going to be like cramming everything last minute. Uh-huh. You want to finish it before you go yeah, to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, something, that's something I also thought of, like if teachers assign, have give me assignments that are like due the day of, like those ones that are due at midnight, then I'm like screwed, right? Because like I would have to finish it like right after school. But like, I think I'm really blessed that like I asked, I told all my teachers my situation and like what I'm happy about is like all of them said, oh, they give us two days to finish our work. So which is something that I'm like really happy about. And plus a lot of my teachers don't even assign homework every day, like consistently. I probably only have two teachers, my, my math and my science teacher that assigns homework consistently. But my other classes is just like, oh, they just give you whatever to do that week. And it's like, oh, they give you the whole week to do it. Or they give you like, or you just have to do it. You don't have to do it if you want, if you don't want to, like stuff like that. Oh so my I just gosh. Think that, yeah, I, so that's why some people are like telling me, like some IB kids, okay, probably I can't compare to IB kids, but they're like telling me like, they're so stressed and stuff like that. I'm like, <laughs> I honestly, honestly think I'm fine right now. Like, is it like, am I going to get stressed later? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Am I yeah. supposed to feel yeah. bad right now? <laughs> yeah. um, like what you said about how, even though Taiwan has all this freedom, but if school like interferes the time you have um, of going out and stuff. But I think it's like, I think of it like this way. Because, like, I think of it, like, if I'm in California right now, like, I wouldn't be able to go out at all. But, like, here, at least I'll be able to go out during the weekends or something like that. So I'd rather have that than not be able to go out at all. That's what, that's just how I think of it. And, like, plus, like, when we have little, like, breaks where we, we have, like, a one-week break or, like, a long weekend, I can plan something. But then you can't do that if you're in um, America right now or in California right now because I would still be too scared to go out. And like a lot of my friends um, wouldn't, wouldn't, like a lot of my friends don't go out right now. So then there will be no point. Like we couldn't be able to hang out anyways. Yeah. That's just how I think of it. 
Definitely. I think that's a, that's a very good point. Do you have a plan on when you're going to come back? Um, we were deciding to, like, we were deciding going back, like, next semester, like, in January, but it seems like the cases are getting worse. <laughs> They're increasing, like, every day, so I don't know. Probably, probably going to go back later then, but we don't have, like, a exact date yet, but I have some friends that um, went back to California, and they're coming back again, like, it's so, oh my gosh, it's, I feel so bad for them, because their school is, they don't go to the same school as me, but basically, they came to Taiwan before I did, and then they, um, their school told them that um, they have to go back, or else they'll disenroll them, and like, so they, they don't get a grade, because basically, they came back in March, like, right when the pandemic started, so then, um, they were still in last semester, so they, they were able to return their textbooks or go to registration, right? So then they emailed their school, like, oh, is it okay if we, re if we return our textbooks once we return back to California? And their school's like, yeah, of course. But then when the new semester hit and the new school year, they, were, they went to the first week of school, but then the next week, their teacher noticed that they weren't enrolled in the system. And then when they asked why, it turns out it was like, they were saying how they never fully registered for the new school year. Like, it was so stupid. Like, they're oh like, you have to register in person. And I was like, really? Because <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that was a thing. But then, because I didn't register in person. I was in Taiwan, and my dad helped me register. And my, the district said I was fine. But their school was saying they have to go back, and you have to see them in person. And then, so then they, they were forced to go back, because if they didn't go back, they wouldn't have a grade, right? And then, so they went back. And it turns out the school is like, oh, they're going to reopen soon in two weeks. That's why they wanted them to go back early. So they can like quarantine and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. they're like, okay, fine. If that was the reason, that, then that's reasonable. So then once they decide, once their school reopens, they give like the option, oh, if you want to stay home, you can stay home. And they're like pissed because there was no point in them. There was no point in them of going, of them in going back to California because the school's reason of them going back was because the school is going to reopen soon, so they should go back to prepare. But if they gave the choice of like, oh, you can stay home if you want to, like if they were already going to give that choice, then what was the point of like making them go back yeah. and feel all like, oh, I have to go back. So then they decide like, oh, if the school is going to like be like this for the rest of the semester, they can just come back again. So then they're coming back and then um, they're going to like help us bring a bunch of stuff back. And, like, I just think it's, like, I don't know, this this whole coronavirus thing just caused a lot of, it caused a lot of problems and, like, like chaos for a lot of families. I Yeah, yeah I think we can uh, successfully say that it definitely caused issue for everyone, unless, like, you're Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> unless you're rich. No, because everyone's ordering on Amazon now, and, yeah, because he's oh. rich. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, he's already rich, and now he's even more rich. Exactly. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I know that our school sports are starting again. Um, tennis is actually starting tomorrow. We're, I'm oh, going back really? tomorrow. Really? Yeah. You're going to go back? Yeah. Is it just conditioning? Uh, no, I think we're having, like, actual practice. Oh, yeah, because you guys are so far apart, so you guys are okay. Yeah, tennis is fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah. also, like, oh, my God, dude, I'm kind of, like, scared because there's still quite some people on the uh-huh. tennis team. And I don't know some people won't go. Actually, I think everyone on my team is fine. They've been staying home, except for yeah. one person. I have this teammate where she's been having um, travel ball for basketball, like full-on tournaments every weekend and I'm really scared of going back now because like I already know she either didn't get tested yet or she's just showing no symptoms like because like um she like goes out a lot too so yeah I that's what see that's what I'm scared about going back by the time this episode is published it already be like, I think a week in to practice. So maybe things oh. will change by then. You know, it might change within a day. So yeah, um, things are very uncertain right now. But I think it's more safe for your sport because you guys are so far apart and you guys don't really have to share equipment because you guys don't have your own racket. No, Except but for the ball. balls, yeah. But, but like, whereas if you play basketball or volleyball, you only have one, one. ball. That's and true. You're, and you're so close to each other because you play defense and offense. And you're like, it's a contact sport. Well, football's even worse, but like, it's like, same thing. So yeah, I think it's still a lot safer for you guys. Yeah. Wear a mask. Yeah, I know. I'm definitely, I'm trying to stay away from every person ever when I go back. Yeah, and also coronavirus affects like everyone. Like it doesn't matter if you're unhealthy or healthy. It doesn't, like it all depends. It's really scary. I I hope that everyone can just, just do your part, you know. Wear your mask. Wear your mask, social distance yourself from other people. Yes, yes, yes. We're on the topic of sports. Patricia here is oh. a basketball player. And for as long as I've known her, she's always been an elite basketball player. Oh. <laughs> she's she's very good. Um, but not gonna lie, I'm but gonna she take never this. Never watched a game. Melly never No, I have a watched a I oh, have watched Yeah, I've watched a lot. Oh my god. Wait, really? Yes, and I always say hi to you, sis. Oh, I feel I offended. Never, I never <laughs> see you. Oh my god. Okay. Anyways, I'm gonna praise myself because I actually beat Patricia one time in oh basketball. That was so long ago. Yes, it was... <laughs> no, I'm gonna forever I'm telling okay. you. Oh that yeah, was... I remember. You said you're gonna remember this. Yeah, yeah, I said I'm gonna remember this forever and I did remember this forever. <laughs> uh, but basically was... I beat her during lunch when we were in middle school. We played a game of basketball and the thing is, she's really good at getting the ball out of my hands, but she couldn't <laughs> shoot that day, so I actually won more points. Boom. Oh, uh, yeah. No, sh- I remember you, like, you shot over me, because, like, I was, like, you, like, did something, and I could have blocked you by missed or something, and then you made it, and then you were, like, so happy the whole day. Yeah. Racking <laughs> in my face, and I was like, whoa, it's one point. <laughs> I think, yeah, I it was, I think it was literally, like, two to zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> our lunch isn't that long. Yeah, we only, like, shot, like, five times combined. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah, um, so, 
Patricia is actually going to start a YouTube channel where she interviews basketball players, coaches, all that athletic jazz. Yeah, so what I was thinking of doing is like, because a lot of people ask me for like drills to do because everyone's in quarantine, right? So they still want to find ways to stay in shape. So they mostly asked me for like ball handling drills of what to do because I think I've known, okay, my shooting is <laughs> like, but I think people could say I'm pretty good at dribbling, right? That's why they ask for these like um, drills to do because I know a lot of drills you could just like do at home, like even if you have a small space. So I found a lot of people that were asking me. So then I just decided like, um, it would be like a good idea if I could just like post the on YouTube and then I could probably like make a um, channel out of it or something. And also um, from my trip, my trip here to Taiwan, I was able to meet a lot of like coaches, like athletes that are like pretty big here. So then, and I've gotten like pretty close to some of them. So then um, I think it would be really cool if I'm able to like interview them or like just have like quick videos with them. Because what I've noticed in Taiwan is like people really look down on like girls playing basketball like it's like a like oh you play basketball oh yeah you probably suck because I'm like you're a girl right but then like once they see like oh she could actually drill oh she got his shoot or like this one time I made this guy fall like it's like a, a lot of times actually a lot of times yes go but, then, get like, but it's like like still I just because I want to when I post these videos I want to like like it's not it's only inspire like girls to like like pick up basketball or like um, see like what they could do with it but also to like show other people like I'm not trying to be cringy but, like oh I'm a girl I could like I'm gonna show people that oh girls can do it too I'm not I'm not trying to do that because like I think people already know that girls can do it but I just want to like give more like show more proof that like oh look like you don't have to be like very well known or like because usually girls who are really well known they're like not Asian so then like you you feel like you feel like, oh, Asians can't really play basketball. So then I feel like if I, I'm not saying that I'm super good, but I'm saying like, um, it's just like, I could give a little like hope to people in mm -hmm. a sense, because um, in Taiwan, like, cause I'm trying to, I'm directing this more towards like the younger generation. Cause I can't teach older people stuff. Like, I don't think that's my expertise. Like I can't, I'm not that good yet, but I feel like like beginners or like people who are just starting out or like people in Taiwan or people in California, anyone who like will see it, like they could be like, they could get something from it or take away something from it. So that's why yeah. I want to start it. That's, I think that's very good. I, I love your mission just to like inspire everyone. No, honestly, like even like no matter uh -huh. race, gender in yeah. general, just, just have a good time, play some basketball yeah. and you're trying to inspire others that they are more than they think, right? Like yeah. that they have a lot more potential. That's yeah, and the give word. them some sort of like more motivation or goal because mm -hmm. um, I realized like, because the standards of basketball in Taiwan to America is huge. It's like really big. Like people think I'm super good here, right? But then California, I'm just like, or in America, I'm just like, eh, right? Because everyone, there's more basketball players in America. So it's like harder to stand out. But when I come here, people think I'm like super like good, basically. And then they'll like always tell me, right? And then I'll just like, it'll make, it'll make me feel happy. Like, oh, these people like in a way kind of look up to me because they will like tell me that. Like, because I, I wanted to, I always want to help people. Like 
and for free too. Like I don't, I never wanted to like get something out of it. I just want to help people and see what I can do with that. So I just feel like all these people who tell me this stuff, um, it gives me more of a motivation or a reason why to do all of this. I mean, I think that's honestly super awesome that you want to do this. And it's, I don't know, it gives more faith in humanity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome how like people give you feedback and like people yeah. are saying things like that. It's, uh-huh. um, I remember like you actually texted me and like you were asking me about, you know, just like this in general, like being a uh-huh. content creator and stuff like yeah. that. And, you know, having such a good start already without even starting your channel, uh-huh. just having yeah. that support from the uh-huh. people you know and your audience giving you feedback already. Like, uh-huh. I think that's so awesome because yeah. when I started my podcast, I had zero feedback. Um, I kind of did it spontaneously. Like, uh-huh. I didn't tell anyone I was going to do it except for like two people. Yeah. And then I just like follow through with it. Yeah. So um, I think, yeah. yeah, I think for you, like props to you, like you could do all of this like all, and you could build up, like you could create such a, like, I don't know, you get like views from like everywhere now around the world, which is like super, I think it's a really big accomplishment. Like for you, that's like, see, that's something I could never do, but I think that. For no, me, don't say that. Oh my no, God. Like, like, like <laughs> I mean, like for me, cause I'm like someone who's like, I, it's very hard for me to motivate myself, but that's why I think I'm really blessed that I already have like all this support to start with. So to start creating all of this is easier for me um, because I won't, I'll have like less doubt of like, oh, no one's going to watch or like, oh, no one's going to like care about it or stuff like that. Cause like, I feel like that's like a big mindset issue that a lot of people have when they start off, like they have this doubt, like, oh, it won't work. Um, uh, like oh what if no one likes it? like stuff like that but I feel like because I've been playing basketball for so long or people know me as playing basketball and if they see me post something about basketball it's like oh like they want to see it and it just makes you like really happy that like there's like I already have this like support like I already I told some people that I'm, I'm gonna start doing this and then they're all like they're all excited for me already so like when they're like this it just gives me more of a reason and motivation to like get this done faster so yeah that's yeah why, that's why I like for those of you listening Patricia has like the biggest smile on her face right now <laughs> dude it honestly makes me so happy that like you're so excited about it too like I'm I can't wait to see what the future holds for you and your YouTube channel and to everyone listening when Patricia's channel launches I'll definitely publicized so stay tuned on that yeah of course oh my gosh I'm so excited but I think my one problem is I'm not funny (laughs) you don't have to be funny you can make like serious content or whatever no like like okay like like when I talk sometimes like I just woke up right so I feel I sound so unenergetic but like no 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 when you see me in like a basketball game I'm like trash talking my mouth off but like that's different atmosphere because if i'm just teaching someone drills i'm not gonna be trash talking my mouth off that's that's weird but if you see in a game i'm a totally different person but you know what would be what okay i think that'd actually be kind of funny like you're teaching people how to drill and they're like and you know how like when you're coaching someone you're like 
okay, do this, but don't do this. So like when uh-huh. you when you're saying like don't do this because when you do this, you look like a, and then you like insert oh. your roast here. Like you become like the roasting I'm, coach. <laughs> I'm not Gordon Ramsay. I don't have good roasts. <laughs> I should maybe go watch what Gordon Ramsay to think of yes. my roast. Yeah. And you can you can use idiot sandwich. Oh yeah. With like because two they, basketballs. I guess a donkey too. Is that donkey? <laughs> he says a lot. <laughs> We're just insulting people now. <laughs> I know this is really bad. My viewers, my audience is gonna be young viewers. I would be. Wait, yeah, that's true. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> okay, scratch that idea. You yeah. you have to be you have to be like Disney Channel. <laughs> Oh no, that's too fake. Be be Troy in High School Musical. (laughs) No. Get your head in the game. I know. My background music is going to be some like explicit songs. (laughs) Mask off. (laughs) Yeah. Oh god, dude. I got to think about that now. Yeah, you have a lot to think about now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but for like, oh, also something I noticed is like, a lot of not all but like a lot of basketball videos they're like titles are like very like they, they their titles grab your attention right but when you look at the content they produce it's like bro i already know how to do that like it's like yeah. it's like like it's not what you expect and their videos are like like 10 minutes long for like teaching like three moves like mm-hmm. i'm like so like i found that i well for me i would never have that attention span to just watch a 10 minute video of like three moves with them standing there just talking yeah there's this one guy that like he explains one move per video and it takes him 10 minutes and i'm like are you kidding me like he's like he stands he's, he's in taiwan he just stands he's like the most famous trainer in taiwan too so i don't know how he's blowing up but like he's just standing there and he just like introduced and he just stands there and just talks for like seven minutes straight and he demonstrates like probably 10 seconds of the video but everything wow. else is just talking so like those type of videos <laughs> Like, I don't want to create those type of videos. I want to create, like, short clips, like, probably max five minutes. But then I want to show more, like, demonstrating instead of talking. Like, I'll explain, but it's not – I'm not just going to stand there. Because people want to see it more, right? Because when you talk mm-hmm. – when you say something, they can't really, like, process what you are what you want them to do. I feel like when you demonstrate, it's a lot easier or faster for them to pick up. Or when you talk and demonstrate at the same time, that's so much better, too. Yeah, that's, that's just another, like, um, something, an uh, issue I've seen that, that I want to change. Because I'm not saying I'm going to, like, oh, I'm going to blow up or I'm so good. Like, I'm not saying anything <laughs> like that. But yeah. it's just, like, that's the direction I want to head. Like, create quick videos and, like, in all different levels, too. Like, for beginners or for anyone or for, for more advanced. But anyone could do that. Yeah, that's Exactly. Yeah, I think, no, I think that's, that's very, very good. And, like, a lot of those videos have, like, really clickbaity titles. Yeah, then, yeah, like, yeah, that's what I mean. Become a professional player in yeah, two not- minutes. <laughs> exactly. n- not clickbait. Yeah. Emotional. <laughs> Somehow like, they add emotional. Yeah, in like there. that. <laughs> or really, like, add some. Like, where'd you get this from? And then, like, that's I also, that's why my titles I have to create. I don't want to create those kind of titles, but I don't want to create boring titles either. <laughs> Like, don't want people to type in all caps, and then yeah. you expect a lot, and then you, but you, that's like, eh. <laughs> but that, I don't want to be like that, I'm sorry. Like, people expect a lot, and then it's like, 
Oh, it's not even anything. Yeah, they have their hopes up. and yeah, I want them to not expect anything. But then and when they see it, it's like, oh. Oh, I, dang. Yeah. Okay. Like <laughs> okay, yeah. well, good luck on everything. And Thank you. <laughs> yes, um, this will be the end of this episode. So, okay. Patricia, would you like to plug your social media? My Instagram is at Patricia Shu, P A T R I C I A S H Y U. And that's all. I only have Instagram. <laughs> that was so fast. I don't even remember how to spell my name sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, also make sure to follow Study Break's Instagram at the Study Break Podcast for, tra- <laughs> for trailers. And- for trailers before episodes come out. I'm going to keep that in. <laughs> For everyone yes, listening, this is trailers. <laughs> this, this is, is Melody <laughs> and your guest, Patricia. Thank you for listening. Adios. Make sure to tune in to your favorite podcast app, follow Study Break, and listen to a new episode every Tuesday. Also, feel free to leave a review on Apple Podcasts so that it can help my podcast out. I don't know what I just said. Thank you all so much for listening and have a great day. Bye. <laughs> okay, that's good. You just add all of that in.